Welcome to episode number three of the Peaceful Power Podcast. Today, we are going to discuss my yoga teacher training experience and how you can develop your own yoga practice at home. Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast with Andrea Eilerson. Andrea is the owner of Sapphire Training, an in-home and online personal training business focused on creating a fit and peaceful lifestyle for women. And keep in mind our disclaimer, all tips and advice cannot be substituted for individual care. Hi, it's Andrea, and I'm here today to discuss a little bit um, about my yoga teacher training program experience. So basically, I'm in a 230-hour program um, that's taking about nine months to complete, and I'm doing it at the Yoga Center of Minneapolis. Um, My main decision to do this was after going to my yoga retreat in Costa Rica this past year, I really fell in love with yoga, and I kind of wanted to learn a little bit more um, about philosophies of yoga, some different techniques, different classes, and just really broaden my spectrum about yoga in general. So I've learned so much and I developed a deeper practice personally um, from completing this program. I officially graduate in January of 2016. So I have a few more mentorship hours to complete um, and then a prenatal training to complete. And then I am done pretty much with the program. So I'm very excited to be graduated and I've already um, tried out some of my techniques that I've learned and some of the philosophies on clients. And I'm really seeing a difference in not only their lives, but my own as well, um, in sharing this with people and really trying to help not only train with, you know, your body, but your mind. Because a lot of the times when we are training, it isn't just about the body. It's a lot about the mind. And yoga can really um, get into your mind and can get into your body as well um, to loosen up some of those areas that people might be tight in and that I notice when lifting. So I think that they complement each other nicely. So as far as um, what the program involves, I kind of want to talk a little bit about that and then help you guys kind of develop your own home yoga practice if you currently don't have one. So what this program was, um, we met once a week for four and a half hours where we discussed various topics. Um, Some weeks we discussed anatomy, the Ayurvedic systems, chakras, we did finding your teaching voice, and yoga principles in general. So the yamas, the niyamas. And along with those teacher training program, um, we had to give three reports uh, of a yoga pose to our class. So we actually had to research um, different poses. And the pose that I actually drew was a headstand, which was actually, ironically enough, the pose I put on my vision board to complete this year. So I thought that kind of came full circle, that I actually had to practice that. And I learned a lot more about doing headstands. Um, And then I got pregnant. So now I've stopped doing my headstand practice. But I was able to do a few headstands um, before I was in my second trimester um, of pregnancy. So I was very excited to kind of get that part of my practice developed. Um, So I will feel comfortable doing them after the baby arrives. Um, So along with those classes, we had to do 34 um, hour and a half. We called them tech sessions. So what those were, they kind of went more in depth on specific topics One of the classes was all about the plank chaturanga. Another one was drishti, so your focal points. Uh, Another meditation. I had standing, adjustments of standing poses. And then the last one I just took um, was all about kind of adjusting sun salutations. So those were kind of some of the different topics that we discussed. 
And we really got to spend um, more in-depth look at those topics. So that's really where you were hands-on. You got to teach. You got to learn from various instructors, which I found awesome. So you really got to gravitate towards, you know, are you a more relaxed instructor? Are you going to be more of an intense instructor, alignment-based, restorative, yin? And so meeting all these different teachers really helped me decide where my focal point is going to be when I start teaching classes. So we had to do those tech sessions and then as well as attend five two-hour workshops. So those can be even more in-depth on certain topics. So I went to a Know Your SOAS workshop, which if you're not into anatomy, probably doesn't sound like your cup of tea, but your SOAS is connected, you know, your low back to your leg, so your femur. Those were kind of, that's where it's connected. So if you have low back pain, if you have hip pain, hip flexor pain, a lot of the times it's actually the SOAS. And so learning some of the poses to help release that not only helps me with my yoga practice, but also in training, because a lot of times I have a lot of clients who complain about um, tight hips, tight low back, um, tight quads. And so those were some of the stretches I can now um, not only use for teaching yoga clients, but personal training clients as well. So that's what I really liked about those two-hour workshops, is if I saw something that you could really go in depth about. So if you're like, oh, anatomy is not really my thing, there was always aerial yoga. Um, there were other workshops based on, I went to a prenatal yoga, like a birthing class one. I went to a Ayurvedic system one. So you really got to go into whatever, you know, suited you and suited your needs. They had that offering. Along with those, we had a visiting instructor workshop. And so we got to each month at the yoga center, they have a visiting instructor who comes into town and each of those instructors have different specialties. So I actually, instead of going to a visiting instructor, I'm actually going to be doing the level one prenatal fitness training um, just because, or the yoga training, because that is one of my specialties as a trainer is prenatal fitness. So I really wanted to, you know, get a little bit more yoga tips as well as personal training tips when I train my prenatal clients. Um, along with that, again, we had a six week beginner series class we were to attend in which we got to see um, the yoga from someone's who might not have ever taken yoga before. So you really learned to get to teach people right from the start. And then lastly, we're finishing up with nine hours of mentorship. So that mentorship, we're actually getting to teach our fellow classmates, and we're having a teacher who gives us feedback, which I really like, um, and I totally am fine with nitty-gritty nitty feedback. So she kind of adjusts the feedback to based based on your experience. So the more experience you have, maybe the more critical she'll be um, just because you've had a little bit more experience teaching. So I really enjoy that part of it to see how I can develop as a teacher. So I, I loved the program. I highly recommend it. It's definitely very thorough, very well thought out. Um, I'm a huge anatomy buff. So coming from the training world, my only wish was that there was a little bit more anatomy taught. So in the program, I attended, we already had a lot more hours um, of basic training for anatomy than um, some of them recommend. So I guess the recommendation for the 230 hour program in general, I think you only need about five, five hours of anatomy and our program, we did 30. So we still are just skimming the surface. And if you really wanna go more in depth about anatomy, you know, studying it on your own is something that is highly suggested. So, and then 
you know, after learning it, I can see why people can get hurt in yoga classes if you haven't really um, practiced a little bit longer. So kind of a helpful hint for you guys. So next time you're in your yoga class, pay attention to the cues that your teacher is making about proper alignment and if they have confidence in correcting people. And if they don't, you might want to find a new teacher because um, just like trainers, the yoga community, um, they need to understand how the body works. So they are going to do good rather than harm. And some other takeaways that I've learned. Um, well, I really knew nothing about yoga before. I thought I did, but after going through this program, I've learned I didn't really know the philosophy behind it. I didn't know any of the um, deeper ethical principles behind it. I just thought that you go to help get a little bit, become a little more flexible. Coming from the training background, obviously I'm, I'm pretty tight, and so I'm not your typical yogi type of body. Um, and I really thought that this was a great in-depth you know, look at there is no really a yoga body. People think there are, but there really is people coming at it from all different areas. Um, that's one thing I really appreciate and learned from this program. One of the books that I highly recommend um, is The Yamas and Niyamas by Deborah Adele, and that's actually on my 2015 holiday gift guide um, blog post that I just wrote as well. So if you're interested in learning more about the principles and the philosophies behind yoga, I never even, I, I did never heard of the yamas and niyamas until going through this program. And so really getting in depth, this book helps give you an idea of how to apply them to your own life. Um, and along with that, the pranayama, which is breath work, and just the importance of breath work while doing yoga. I know it might sound silly, but I some of the yoga classes I've had never even talked about you know how important breathing is. And after completing this program, breath is everything in yoga. So I'm very glad I learned that and can teach that to clients because a lot of the times I have found that people do have a tough time breathing into different areas of the body. Along with the breath work, um, I learned all the different types of various yoga. I'm just going to name a few. Ashtanga yoga. It's a little bit more fast-paced and intense. Hatha yoga, which is in a lot, offered in a lot of gyms. That's what I used to take um, and currently do take. A vinyasa, which is going to be a little bit, little bit more flowy, a little bit more fluid. That's also pretty common in gyms. Restorative yoga, which I actually now know is simply passive. You're not going to be feeling anything but just resting and restoring in this pose which can often be confused as yin yoga, which yin I love, where you hold a pose for three to five minutes and you might feel a little bit of edge. You're trying to hit your edge. And this is where, um, if you are tight, like myself, enjoying a yin practice is kind of like foam rolling because you're getting to that connective tissues. So if you have tightness, I highly suggest trying a yin yoga class. If you are pregnant, yin is not the best to do just because of your relaxin that's going through your body. Um, you are a little bit more loose, and so you don't want to necessarily do a yin class until after the babies are here. Uh, prenatal classes they offer, postnatal classes, usually baby bonding classes, there are at different studios. Jiva Mukti, um, which is going to be a little bit more philosophy based, and they usually have some live music they might have. It's a little bit peaceful, soothing type of class, and then Tantra which you might be doing some chants as you're going through poses. So really kind of looking into the different styles, because you can kind of try all the different classes, which I'm thankful I got to try um, doing this program to see what I really am going to go into and what really drives me 
um, going into the future. So here are some tips for setting up a home practice. What I would do is set up a space in your home that is your yoga space. You don't have to have a yoga studio, but clearing out a space. Like I like to use my office and just kind of clear out my rug and clear out my desk area and just have that be my yoga space. The next step is put it on your calendar. Make sure you make a date on your calendar. Here's the day I'm going to do it. Here's the time I'm going to do it. So you know you're not trying to skip it. Because sometimes when you're doing it at home, it's a lot easier to say, uh, I don't have anyone teaching me class. I can skip it today. But knowing that, oh, it's Tuesday, it's 5 o'clock, I need to go do my yoga practice. If you don't have a ton of yoga experience, you don't have to, and you don't have access to a local yoga studio, you can find a YouTube channel that you enjoy first. So that way you're going to learn some of the poses and you're going to feel what feels good to you to kind of develop your own practice from trial and error. So that way, if you don't know what to do on your own, follow a YouTube video. That's a great place to start. And there are tons of different people on YouTube that you can find. One of my favorites that I always send people to is Yoga with Adrian. She's a great, um, she has tons of video, tons of content, depending on what you need. Great ones about hips, hamstrings. She's light. She's fun. Um, so that's a great starting point if you're just kind of getting into yoga. And then if you are into your own practice and you know what feels good in your body, make a good playlist. So that way you have some music to go to and you kind of have a nice, you know, you're motivated by that music as it's playing in the background as you're going through a yoga routine. And then start small. Use a few poses when you wake up or before you go to bed. So there's always great poses that you can kind of do just to kind of get out of bed. Just maybe do a few poses in bed. Maybe you roll out of bed, brush your teeth, and then go to your yoga space and do a few poses there. And then before bed, maybe do a couple light stretches. Legs up the wall is always a great one. Um, just to kind of relax and settle down for the evening. And then you can kind of aim. Set an aim for 20 minutes a day maybe to start your yoga practice. You don't have to do an hour practice. Just starting small, you know, maybe if it's just 10 minutes a day and going, working up to 20. So kind of set what you think would be a great goal for you to start. So overall, I'm so very pleased with my experience becoming a certified yoga teacher. And I've already been using my training on a few clients and I look forward to my continued education and journey into this yoga world. So in the next two weeks, I will be discussing pregnancy advice for staying in shape and how my journey has been thus far. And I also wanted to share with you, I will be having a free 12-day fitness challenge starting December 12th. Last year, we had over 130 participants making sure that they were sticking to their workout routines over the holidays. So if you're interested in signing up, check out the link in our show notes or sign up over at our website at sapphiretraining.com. Until next time, Andrea.